Welcome to Brandology, Shaken, Not Stirred. I'm your host, Bonnie Weeks, and this is my podcast, a podcast to help e-commerce and small businesses navigate the crazy world of marketing and to showcase the power of branding in elevating your business success. This podcast will be a mixture of all things business, money, marketing, mindset, and management. Expect it to be shaken, not stirred, imperfect, but full of wisdom bombs, and I hope you enjoy it. Today is going to be our very first book review. Yay, for all of you that don't know me, I am an introverted extrovert who loves speaking to other women, but definitely needs her time hidden away in her little sanctuary with a book. I am a very big book nerd, and I probably have about 200 books on my bookshelf in the to-be-read file. I listened to a book recently um, via Audible, which I love because sometimes being a busy mother, we don't always have time to actually sit down and read. So I've been finding I have been listening to books lately. And I love a great entrepreneur business success story or just a business book memoir. I love listening or hearing about other people's business journeys, how they got there, why they wanted to go there and the ins and outs of their brand. And the book Reboot by Jodie Fox did not fail on that part. So for those of you who may have been like me before I read the book that don't know Jodie Fox, she is an Australian entrepreneur that started Shoes of Prey a few years ago. And it was one of the first brands that decided to go online and offered complete customization of shoes. That's right. It's everything, absolutely everything on a shoe could be customized. You got to choose how high the heel was, what shape the heel was, what size it was. You could even choose having, you know, your left foot in one size and your right foot in another. It was revolutionary. Unfortunately, our mass market isn't set up for that. And trying to work with uh, manufacturers in China to actually do that type of business is very, very hard. And trying to get women to be repeat customers and fully engaged in, in a complete customization of shoes was more difficult than she could have expected. And unfortunately, they ended up going out of business. Even though they were quite a big business, they even did um, rounds of funding and had investors. They had millions of dollars worth of investments uh, and they had some successes, but ultimately the market wasn't there for that. And look, I am not the biggest fashionista, but it was still a very interesting story. So I'm going to read to you just a, a little paragraph written by the author on this. So, Reboot by Jodie Fox. Most stories of entrepreneurs and business successes are reflections with 2020 hindsight and rose-coloured glasses. They're written when success is a sure thing, when every decision, it turns out, was the right one. Or, if not, a perfect lesson that leads to ultimate success. I think that would be an interesting book. 
but I don't think it's actually that helpful. And Shoes of Prey was not that business. It did not work out. This book shares what it felt like at ground zero, which is probably more than you wanted to know about starting a global business. It shares the frameworks I worked out to make decisions rather than stagnate. I love pretty much everything about being a businesswoman. I love the independence, the responsibility, the challenge of finding an answer to something that's never been answered before. I love the rallying of friends around ideas and possibilities I'm thinking of. And at the end of the day, I love when it all comes together and hits the target. Then it's time to focus on the next one. So I think that sums up the book very nicely. She has a way with words that I'm very envious about. And what a worthy goal. She had big dreams and she really wanted to make women feel special. And that was her unique selling point, complete customization of shoes. And it wasn't just so you could wear a shoe of your design. It was about making women feel great about themselves. It was saying that these shoes are made for you. They fit you perfectly. They are to make you feel like a wonder woman. And that's a really worthy goal because so many women struggle with finding the right pair of shoes you know it's so hard like so so many of us have different size uh, feet and so that means there's like you're either buying one pair of shoes and one sh- one foot is like extra sore or you're buying two and so not only was she trying to make women feel special but she was also trying to help them physically and there was also the fast fashion side of things. So when she did start looking into this idea, she really got to see the scope of waste that goes into fast fashion. How many shoes from last year's season go moldy in a warehouse and then get thrown out? And so it was this big, worthy goal. And she's very open and candid about her thoughts and her feelings. And that's one thing I really liked about this book is how candid she was. You know, the fact that, like she said in that intro, so many business books are on successful brands. They are written by people that have already gone through the journey. They know that they've won and they're trying to teach people that they can also have a winning business, despite the fact that investment startups are very slim chances of winning and becoming successful. And so it was so great for her to have the courage to stand up, say, I failed, this did not succeed, but I still have a story to tell. And this is a story that so many people need to know. And it's a story that's not just unique to her. And that's a reminder we need to hear that the game of life is about playing the game. It's not about winning the game. If you go in thinking, I need to win at this, I need to be the best at this, I need to make a lot of money out of this, you know, you're going to be so disappointed and crushed when it doesn't happen. You're playing the finite game and that's not the goal to happiness. And if you don't want to be happy, okay, that's fine. You know, some people would rather try to be rich and then, you know, try to be happy and that's completely fine as well. And we'll get onto that very shortly. But I really 
really encourage people to play the infinite game. The game where there is no end. You just play and you just do your best. And that's what Jodie did. She did her best. She put her hat in the ring. She tried her hardest and it didn't work. And that's okay. And that is the biggest takeaway from this book, that it's okay to start, fail and reboot. As long as you have courage, courage to start. And Jodie Fox is such an inspiration. She has bundles of courage. She started a global business. She went to China. She negotiated contracts. She went and found warehouses over in China and manufacturers. I couldn't imagine going over to an unknown country speaking a language that you can't understand, like, you know, not being able to communicate properly, not understanding the cultural differences, and still pushing through and getting through it. That is absolutely amazing. So kudos to Jody, and I hope that you can have a chance to read this book and kind of get some courage and know that it's okay. No matter what you're doing or what you're going through, it's going to be okay. Most of the time. I shouldn't be too positive. There is such a thing as positive toxicity, which is a whole other topic. I'm rambling now. So what I didn't like... Okay, this is a big one and I originally actually put down my thoughts in a voice format about this and I think I rambled on for about 15 minutes about this topic. So I'm going to do my best to not ramble on this. Um, so her book was very surface level in my opinion. Like she does, she is very candid. So it's a book where you read the main story and it is about her journey and it's more about her emotional and you know mental journey rather than you know solid business journey now you do get you know little bits of golden nuggets you do get to see the steps she takes and you know what she did in the business but it wasn't very you know there wasn't very many you know wisdom bombs in there about okay so this is how I negotiated a a contract or this is how I got investors or this is when you need to look at getting investors she does do that in the appendices so at the back of the book she has got all of the the gold wisdom bombs heaps of them and she does a really good job so I I guess if I'd known that before I started reading I may have had a different assessment but going through it you kind of listen and you're like okay this is an interesting story Uh, but it's it's more just a life story rather than a business story if that makes sense or at least that's what it felt like to me because the things that were coming up the most for me was the struggle both the mental and physical struggle And maybe because I have a history of depression and and mental illness, that that's the most salient to me. Or maybe that's just how it came out. And maybe she did it on purpose, because like I said, it feels like the first bit of the book is her story. And then the, you know, the back bit of the book contains those solid, you know, objective, you know, business wisdom. Now that wasn't the big bit that I disliked that's just you know an overview of how it was the thing I didn't like was her bits on depression 
And I've got to be very careful here because we all have our story and we should never criticize anyone going through mental illness. It could be the most damaging thing in the world. And I remember when I was going through some things like that and getting told that, you know, this isn't everything and get over it and this won't last. And it was not helpful. It was actually damaging. So I don't want this to be an attack on her or her struggles because they were valid. The thing I did not like is that this book perpetuated the stigma that depression is simply a chemical imbalance in the mind. And I'm going to raise that here because she's not the only female author recently that has done this. So Dr. Yumiko Kadoda wrote a lovely book, which I highly recommend as well, called Emotional Female. And she wrote about going through very, very, very similar struggles as Jodie Fox and called it depression as well. And also just called it a chemical imbalance. And when you look at the situation, both of them had very, very, very similar situations. And that's the thing. All right. Depression is not always a chemical imbalance. And by thinking that depression is just a chemical imbalance in your brain can be very damaging and you can get, you know, remove your lotus of control. And it also keeps perpetuating perpetuating an old, outdated psychological term. I do not believe that we still can believe that depression is simply something going wrong in your brain. Now, I'm not saying that's not always the case. You know, there are definitely some mental illnesses that 100% are biological basis. But let me put the situation forward to you. Jodie was not sleeping. She was constantly on international flights getting jet lagged and working so she was going to time zone to time zone to time zone without having enough recovery time constant flying constant jet lag not sleeping because she was working so much she's probably drinking a hell of a lot of caffeine now some of you might not actually know but caffeine raises your cortisol level so what happens when you drink caffeine or coffee or tea or any other product that contains caffeine is that it blocks your body's sleeping signals. So that little chemical in your body that says, okay, it's time to feel a bit drowsy and a bit sleepy now, it blocks that. Now, what then happens is after a while, your body goes, okay, the body's telling me I can't sleep. Okay, what's happening? Is there an emergency? Because evolutionarily, we would only not sleep if there was some type of an emergency, which would then mean we need to activate the cortisol system for the flight or fight. So your body is constantly going, okay, what's what's the danger? Where's the danger? And so your body can't then sleep at night because it's too switched on. So we've talked, she said, international flights with jet lag, interrupting a sleep cycle, probably caffeine. So not sleeping well, having stress, raising cortisol levels. Her cortisol levels were already high enough with, 
you know, constantly checking the amount of runway she had left, how much time she had left in the business, how much money, because she was always, they were, they seemed to be struggling all the time with trying to, you know, make it month to month. And then she was going through a marriage breakdown. And even though the breakdown didn't sound, you know, as major and traumatic as, you know, a lot of marriage breakdowns can be, it is still a massive thing to go through. It is still a massive traumatic event. You know, even if they were still able to work with each other and they were still able to get along, that doesn't mean it doesn't hurt you inside. And then Jodie Fox goes to say that at her last year at Shoes of Prey, she was working from 5.30am to 11.30pm every single day for a year. That was leaving her six hours to shower, eat, sleep and take care of herself. That's just not possible. Like, no wonder why she was depressed. Like, I mean... I'm sorry, I, I, I don't mean to be so blunt, but to me, it is just a simple, oh, it's not simple, I take that back, but you look at the circumstances and I just think, no wonder why you're depressed. No wonder why you're struggling to get out of bed. You have a business that is struggling and failing. You had a marriage that was struggling and failing. You were treating your body really badly, not sleeping, not probably not eating well, um, putting it on all different flights you are going to be depressed if that happens. That would have caused a chemical imbalance in your brain, yes. But was that chemical imbalance in your brain caused by just some anomaly? No, it was caused by your lifestyle. And that is something we need to be speaking about. And my my problem with the book was that she didn't talk about that. Now, she just said, oh, I was depressed and it was weird and then I got on antidepressants and the antidepressants helped. And then, you know, if I accidentally didn't go on them, I was all crying and weepy and couldn't get out of bed and it was just a chemical imbalance. No, girl. <laughs> it wasn't a chemical, just a chemical imbalance. It was your body saying, hold up, you're doing way too much. You need to take care of yourself. Now, I'm not saying she shouldn't have been on antidepressants. Let me get that very, very clear. I think that her and her doctor believed it was the best choice. So therefore, it was the best choice for her to be on antidepressants. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be on antidepressants if you need to be. If you're feeling down, weepy, depressed, I highly recommend you go and see your qualified doctor or go and reach out to support and see what support you can get. But don't just leave it at taking a pill. Please don't leave it at taking a pill because it is going to be a band-aid. It will help and help is great, but you need to fix your life as well sometimes. And that's just a stigma that I'm really fighting about. If you can't tell, I'm very passionate about it. And if you haven't heard my story, um, go back and listen to podcast one, where I tell you that I had been studying a Bachelor of Psychological Science and wanted to go that way. So that is why I'm very, very passionate about those things. Which leads me to, I guess, the next thing. So we talked about her depression and how I believe it was part of her lifestyle. And she touches 
on this actually in the last part of the book once again like I said it was it was a bit weird that she would focus on her emotional story throughout the main book and at the back of the book she would then talk more of the concrete business wisdom and she did raise the fact that there are two types of businesses there are the lifestyle businesses and the behemoths and she knew from the start that she wanted to have a behemoth business. She consciously chose to go that way. She consciously chose to work that much and to work that hard and try to get that big. And she admits that they could have stayed a lifestyle business and been successful if they just tried to keep it to their niche and not go global and not expand too fast, that they could have still been in business today. But that wasn't their goal. And that's completely fine. And you have to choose for yourself what type of business you want. Personally, I want and I want to work with women who have a lifestyle business. I value freedom and flexibility above all else. Her business journey sounds like a nightmare to me. Like I just, the whole idea of running yourself so ragged for a fashion business just blows my mind and I can't actually fathom that I I can't fathom like only taking care of myself only sleeping five hours a night every single day and feeling like crap and stressing and crying and not wanting to get out of bed for a fashion business like for any business really consciously if I had a choice it just but that's personally me so we all have different values so you need to look at your values what do you value and you need to put those as the center of your business of your brand anyway so that's I guess my little rant and my little overview of reboot and my main golden nuggets from this book is One, when you're doing your branding kit, work out your values. And in those values, are you trying to be a behemoth or are you trying to be a lifestyle business? And if you're trying to be a lifestyle business and you're still hustling and working too much, you really need to start thinking, how can I actually get this business to work for me? And sometimes it might not. And that is the biggest takeaway from this book. Sometimes it will not work. Sometimes your business will fail. Sometimes your life will go wrong. And it is okay. It is okay to fail. Your worth is not tied to your money, to your business, to your successes. You are worthy as you are. And it's time to play the game, the infinite game. So go out and have fun. And that's it for me today. I hope you have an absolutely wonderful day. Thank you.